Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Helen Tupper, and this is the Squiggly Careers podcast. And today's episode is one of a special series of short conversations that we've had with this year's LinkedIn Changemakers, which we are also very proud to be included in. Each of the people is pioneering change in the world of work. They're making an important difference in areas including equality, mental health and sustainability. And we're really looking forward to learning more about how they're all making that change happen and their hopes for the future and probably even more importantly, how we can all get involved to support their work. So today you're going to hear my conversation with Martin Sibley. Martin is the co-founder and CEO of the Purple Go Agency. They're a specialist disability and inclusion marketing agencies. And Martin is one of the most influential disabled people in the UK. He's helping LinkedIn members and companies connect with the needs of the disabled community to transform the way everyone lives, works and contributes. I loved this conversation with Martin because he's really positive to talk to. I got a lot of energy from our discussion and he's practical and pragmatic. So I learned and was inspired and I could have listened to him even longer than this episode that we put together. But thankfully, I'm going to put all of the links that you can follow all of his work beyond this conversation in the show notes too. So let's get started. Martin, welcome to the Squiggly Chris podcast. Hello, Helen. Good to be here. I'm so excited to talk to you and about your change. So maybe we'll start there. What is the change that you are passionate about? So within the LinkedIn context, a sort of punchy line, if you like, is around having more disabled people in leadership roles. And I would say that there's a sort of been a broader mission through my life and my career around disability inclusion in general. I've got a disability myself. I'm a wheelchair user. And yeah, it's just a real passion to drive change and have more inclusion of disabled people in the world. And what was the point at which you realised that you wanted to be a really active change maker? So it's something you're passionate about, something that you personally experienced. And I guess, was there this tipping point when you were like, this is what I want to stand for? Yeah, great question, because particularly in the disability world, I don't know if it transfers into some of the other diversity and inclusion strands but a lot of the sort of activists with disabilities I know we've always had this kind of early part of resisting going into that world it it's almost like oh okay if you're disabled a job in disability is a bit obvious or it's a bit cliche I'm talking sort of when I was a teenager and going to uni so it's sort of that period I did um, economics degree master's in marketing and was really just looking to go down that generic route in terms of finance and that world. 
and I, I enjoyed it and I loved it. It was a positive, not a kind of blind zombie dream, but a, an absolute, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it as well. But I think because of my lived experience of disability, the sort of things I have to juggle around looking after when I get different energy levels in the winter and more of a health level around independent living, like I need funding for wheelchairs and the care team that support me with the everyday tasks I need help with. And also the barriers in society, the kind of getting into buildings and transport, those sort of barriers, but also the attitudes and the kind of policies as well that disable people. As I kind of got more my head around that social impact side of disability and also the numbers, there's 1.3 billion people in the world are said to have a disability. So I sort of went through this process of, actually there's a lot of things that I think should be better for me, but also this is affecting a lot of other people beyond just myself. And I guess it was around um, after uni, I got a job in a charity, a disability charity, and all these things started to fall into place in my mind. And I was like, well, actually, I could still use the economics and the marketing as parts of this change. I sort of got that fire in my belly to make a change in that way. And that's now around 15 years ago. So it's been 15 years career-wise has been very much about this topic. Listening to you, I'm struck by the size of the challenge and the change, like 1.3 billion is a big number. <laughs> I didn't study economics and I know that that's a big number. And your own your own experiences of society and, you know, you talk about winter and, and you know, your own life. It sounds really hard and you've sustained that fire in your belly for 15 years, if not longer, because that was probably the point at which you were like, right, I'm going after this. Where does that energy come from? What keeps the fire in the belly going? Yeah, well, I think there's sort of talk about sticks and carrots in life and I think one of the sticks in terms of trying to get the world to be more inclusive around disability is that the injustice and the you look at poverty and the higher unemployment levels and so I think there's partly a motivation of righting the wrongs that are going on in the world for disabled people but then the carrot side of it for society is there's a business case around it there's that 1.3 billion people are consumers. And so if you're a business, and that's sort of more where I'm at now as the day job, so to speak, is running a marketing agency that helps brands to connect with disabled consumers. And I think that carrot is a really big carrot for the businesses. So for me, I think it's learning about the different ways to engage society, different ways to educate society. So it's a big task. So there's always um, different things every day that I get to work on, different kind of projects. I think we have varieties, the spice of life, as they say. And I, and I think it is partly knowing when to switch off. There's been a lot of personal development and self-awareness of when I need a bit of time out from it and a bit of a holiday. But then also to get stuck back in with yeah, those new ideas and those new projects that kind of keep that fire burning at the same time. Has there anything, as you've approached this change that you're looking to make in the world, has there anything that you've learned that surprised you, challenged any of your assumptions or expectations you had about it? Yeah, I mean, definitely lots of surprises across the board. I suppose when you look back at the kind of history of disability rights, so now there's a lot more of a business conversation, but originally it was a very 
political human right conversation obviously that's still going on in in many parts around the change we're trying to make but it's shifted into there are now laws like the Equalities Act and the Human Right Convention and all those sort of things around disability that were really hard to fight and win those in sort of 70s and 80s so I think that there's a surprise that that the exclusion and the injustice that many disabled people face there's a surprise how slow it seems to take for change and like I said earlier I think there's a lot of similarities with other DNI strands like race and gender and sexuality everyone sees that there's a problem and it's like why can't we just solve this now you know but I think positive surprises are around that for all those difficulties and injustices it's not like very many people set out to do that to disabled people it's often around lack of awareness and lack of education and so when you actually start to engage both everyday people and brands you know now I'm working with the CMOs at tier one brands you know they really want to make a difference a positive change so I think yeah there's sort of negative surprises and positive surprises as well. And appreciating that point that this change is hard and it has perhaps been slower than we would want it to be with the work that you've been doing is there something that you're particularly proud of over the last 12 months which is like a signal like a success signal that you're the impact that you're having through what you're doing well the, the obvious one that's brought us together to know each other Helen is the LinkedIn change makers that we're involved in so I think you know I've been blogging since 09 so a lot of my work's been around content creation, building community, and then the sort of impact with the bigger institutions. And there's lots of time to just plod in on. And yeah, you and I, we're not in it really for the awards and the accolades. It's because we really love and believe in what we do. But yeah, when a brand like LinkedIn says, do you want to come and be one of our change makers and do a TV ad? And, you know, it, it, it'd be silly to pretend that that doesn't <laughs> stroke the ego a little bit, but also... It's a nice signal that the work I've done has been recognised and it's an amazing opportunity to scale up what I'm doing and what I say, oh, I, you know, I've got lots of allies and colleagues in the disability world. I think it's going to help the whole community get a lot more eyeballs as well. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think it's brilliant for the work to be recognised by an organisation and a platform like LinkedIn and then to kind of reach more people through it. It's really, really exciting. And so beyond this year then, how optimistic and positive do you feel about this change for the future? I mean, I'm generally a very positive, optimistic person. So drilling it down to a couple of everyday things I face. I've gone on holidays, I've vetted it, researched the you know, accessibility, inverted commas, arrived and I can't get in the hotel or I can't use the shower there. Like really those sort of what should be really basic things that just still aren't quite right. So it would be very easy to get more in the frustration and, and the pessimism of, well, we're still having these same conversations that we were having 20, 30 years ago. But I think actually when you look over decades and generations, historically there is a lot of progress and a lot of positive change. So I think it's only fair to extrapolate that in the future that we will still see those longer term improvements. I think the other reason for optimism is looking at the, I'm now in my late 30s, so 
I'm starting to not be called a young kind of <laughs> activist or a young change maker anymore. But seeing those other people coming up in their sort of 20s with disabilities that are banging the drum and using the sort of new tools that are out there around social media and, you know, kind of TikTok and how they're using TikTok for social change is, is really exciting as well. So, yeah, I'm definitely optimistic that we're on the right path, but I think there's a bit of a patience you have to carry with that as well. And I imagine that for some of those people that you mentioned, some of the younger activists or newer activists, you're a role model for them because of what you're achieving and what you've been doing. And I wondered, like, who's who's a role model for you? Who inspires you? Yeah, great question. It's always that, like, I can never give one. I always go into, like, business-wise, I've always found Branson's sort of use of branding and entrepreneurship. And I know as anyone gets that big and rich and famous, they tend to find themselves on the negative side of press stories as well. But generally, like, reading his book was a big role model for my entrepreneurial pursuits. Sort of Obama, Gandhi, Luther King, Mandela are really big role models around the kind of social change stuff. And then with disabilities, Tani Gray Thompson and Jane Campbell have become really big political activists, but, you know, done amazing stuff. Obviously, Tani in the Paralympics previously as well. But it's a really important point you make around that, that when I was growing up, there were very few disabled role models, but because of social media, there are role models across all walks of life. You know, again, not just disability, but all the other kind of DNI strands. And I think that's massively empowering. And something else I'm really proud of was I was voted Britain's third most influential disabled person in the Power 100 list. And that disability Power 100 list is all about getting role models out there for that younger generation to aspire to be like obviously in their own squiggly path as well but yeah I, I think role models are massively important. So if people are listening if there was if there was one thing that they could do that you would think well this supports my work this is something I would love to encourage people to do what what would that be? Yeah I mean I suppose obviously like in my industry now there's that obvious side around brands and brands being more kind of representative of disabled people so First and foremost, anyone in that world, just get in touch and be great to talk a bit more about the work we do at Purple Goat, working with disabled influencers and marketing. But I think if it's a sort of, you know, someone not as directly in that industry, I think it is, first of all, that awareness, just being aware, you know, some of the things we've discussed today, Helen, about the numbers and the impact around disability, the knowledge is really important, that people are more aware of it. And then I think... After that, stuff will just come up depending on what people's jobs are or when they're out and about in the street. I just think having that more sensitivity and compassion that disability isn't a pity party. It's not all about welfare and rights, which partly there is that narrative, but actually there's a more middle-of-the-road narrative that disabled people work and have relationships and go on holiday. And I think the most powerful thing is to see disability in that more modern, inverted comma, normalised way. I think that's really where a lot of change will just come as a consequence of changing stereotypes, really. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, where can people go to find out either more about Purple Go or more about the work that you're doing as a change maker for LinkedIn? 
Yeah, so I obviously the LinkedIn stuff, there's going to be a lot happening around articles. And so I, I definitely, for that reason, would say anyone on LinkedIn to connect with me there. And, you know, even in the lead up to us doing the Changemaker program, I found LinkedIn really powerful for getting really interesting articles and posts out there that are finding people that were not engaging with this topic previously. Obviously, on the business development side, it's extremely powerful as well. So yeah, I think LinkedIn is the obvious place to go. And then, yeah, purplegoatagency.com has got our slide deck of, you know, what we're here to do and what our services are. But And I've got my own website, martinsibby.com, but I've sort of shifted the blogging from there a bit more to the social media platform. So I'd say Instagram and LinkedIn are the, are the best place. Well, we'll put all the links to everything Martin's just mentioned in, in the description, so you'll be easily able to find it. And I have one last big question for you. <laughs> like, we've covered some big things in this conversation, but the, the last question is your best piece of career advice for our listeners. Yeah, I, I love that sort of, you know, trying to pass on the experience. And I do want to come back to what we've both said around the fact it will be squiggly and everyone's journey is their own so I think it's kind of take that inspiration that we're talking about role models tap into yourself about what your personal passions and dreams are but really it's to to enjoy the journey and and just take your time with it I keep using that word patience a lot as well so it's not kind of one finite thing but it's probably just around that you know set the goals all the kind of general stuff we talk about in careers advice but most of all, it is to sort of be flexible and enjoy the journey and not be too stressed about always reaching the destination so quickly. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's special episode of the Squiggly Careers Changemakers podcast. And if you would like to learn more about Martin's work, you can find all the links in our show notes. And don't forget that we've got lots of other short conversations with LinkedIn Changemakers, including Leila Ajarali sharing her work on sustainability and also Andrew McCaskill, who I had a conversation with talking about job search and how do we end job search misery? Uh, So that was a really enlightening, insightful conversation as well. But we will be back again with you very soon and I shall say bye for now. Thanks everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 